Hey, everybody, welcome to another Nest episode of NASCAR Radio. I'm your pal Val, and with me is the man, the myth, the legend, PSAN, White Castle Hall of Famer, Logan. Logan, how are you today, tonight? I'm uh, feeling three wide and literally, literally and figuratively. <laughs> All righty, and uh, this is episode 180, and this is where trading cards and racing meet. Got a great show for everybody. First, we want our to thank our sponsor, Panini America, of course. Got a good show today. We are going to do the racing recap. We got a few new names on the racing recap and their rookie cards, so that'll be fun. Me and Logan kind of dug into our closets, and we're going to do a segment, our in-person autos from our PC, and then we'll finish the show with King's Court. Some of the, I guess, more memorable TTMs we have. Or in-person. Thank you. I want why... I said in person. Be- I mean, I, I said TTM before. Ah, in person. In person includes TTM. So there you go. But but TTM is not in. Well, yeah, I guess well, it's not in person. But anyway, we, we digress. I'll uh, we'll do a shout outs to Kyle Katz, Jason Freeman. I didn't buy these. Kyle Katz, Justin Williams, Tim Ozzy, Robbie's Hobbies, and High Octane Cards for the YouTube comments. We read them, so please leave them. Yes. Yes, we do. Yeah, it was good comments there. Yeah, it was very active. Yeah, we got Prism coming out. Uh, yeah, well, I guess we, you know we, we talked last week. It's a sell sheet with Misha. Always great to have him on, get his insight, and kind of get some of the stuff that's not on the sell sheet. So that's always cool. If you haven't checked that episode out, you can check out 179. And Panini Prism Racing releases on 3-1. It was supposed to be the 26th, but it got pushed to 3-1. So I think that's going to maybe stick. So we'll see. Their boxes are going for about 140. So you get four autos a box. So our hit meter is about $35. Wow, that's uh, your SMRT. That's good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Plus, I mean, you get all the all the base and some color. It was a few years ago. I I think I was able to put a set together with a with one box. So I don't know if that's still the case, but it'll probably get you close. Yeah, I think it was even closer to, to maybe even. Well, it was definitely one set out of a box. The collation was very, very good, which you know, which I can say is is better than what Chronicles has been in the past. I knew you were going to go to Chronicles. Yeah, but Chronicles is a whole another monster because you have what thirty? I think you said thirty sets in there. So something like that. Yes, it's quite a few sets this year. So I don't know. Maybe it needs to be like written house. You get one complete insert set out of the out of a box. You don't know which one of the thirty, but anyway. Yeah. You never know. Uh, that's right. You can sum it up in one word. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's jump to the racing recap, I think. Everybody was racing in Atlanta. That was the Craftsman Truck Series race number two. And that was the FR8 208. That was Saturday, February 24th. Kyle Bush making an appearance in our winner along with the highest finishing rookie, Thad Moffitt. He's a new one on our list. Yep. Son, grandson of the King. Yeah. I, you know, he's uh, actually has card for cards for a while. Yeah, he I, has. I, I remember back in 2019 when his uh, stuff had come out, because like you said, he was the, or is the grandson of the King. So, well, you know, he was in the ARCA race that, that they had here in Memphis where I got Sam Mayer's autograph, and that's the, that's the race that Ty freaking Gibbs won, and he also stopped. I don't know that I really talked about that too much, 
but his hair was like really, really long when he stopped and he signed, he stopped, he talked, he signed all the cards I had. He was real cool. He goes, you realize, he goes, um, are you familiar with me? I said, yeah, you're uh, Richard Petty's grandson. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, he didn't know who he was talking to. Yeah, he didn't know he didn't. <laughs> and Kyle Busch making an appearance at the truck race and uh, see, he hasn't lost a step at all. No, he, um, of course, he's not driving his own truck, but he's driving a truck for somebody else. And he pretty much muscled it up there and hustled, muscled and hustled, got it up there and he'd be winning. Yeah, so I, I, it was a cheaper truck, I guess, for him than the ones he owned, used to own. So I'm sure it was. I'm sure it wasn't up to the quality he was used to. We've talked about Kyle Busch's rookies before. I'll throw these up on the screen. 2004, Press Pass was very excited to have him in the releases. There, first, there's that 2002 Choice Marketing Rising Stars. I think that was a little factory set at some maybe the track, dirt tracks or something. It wasn't by normal distribution, so I guess, I don't know, maybe XRC, we, we can asterisk that one, but those look good signed in person, so. Yes, they do. With the, the white jersey um, or r white fire suit he's got on. So anyway, and continuing on in 2004, we have Optima. He has base card there, and not a lot of parallels back then. You had what we call a Beckett sample. Those were actually in the Beckett magazines. And then the gold numbered out of a hundred. That's uh, I like those because it's got the Young Gun logo on it. Yeah, I, I like that too. You know, you don't see a lot of those Beckett samples pop up anymore. Those are tough. I wish I could get my hands on a bunch of old Beckett magazines, thumb through those, looking for some of those uh, those cards back then. So, but it says there's a Beckett sample, and that they being um, I was getting the stuff from. Training card database. And then also 2004 Press Pass, Kyle Bush. He has a base card there. And that's really cool because actually they put a variation on that one. And the variation shows the inf infield and track in the background. And the other one, I think, is just green, green grass or something. Yeah. There's platinums for both of those. I don't think there is for both of them. But anyway, it shows no, there's not. There's not platinum for both. Of them. I think it's platinum just just for this one you're seeing right now on the screen. Yeah, you're right. So that's a mistake on there. And then uh, there's also the eBay previews as yeah. well. Another missed opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> what we knew now, right? I swear. And then back uh, moving over to some of the more 2004, we have Stealth, the base card there, Beckett samples. There's a no boundaries. Uh, that is an insert. And then the X-ray, which is a serial number to 100. All that stuff's drying up. And then the 2004 wheels high gear. That's one of ours that we say. If you find that card centered, you pick it up. Absolutely. That, that thing's always off-center. That's a uh, base card there. Back, it says Beckett samples, eBay previews. And then there's also a version MPH numbered out of 100. There's an Optima and also Trackside. There's actually three cards in here for him. We're only showing the one where he's on it himself. But there's a Ricky Hendrick, Kyle Busch, and then also a, a card number 92, Kyle Busch, initials LD next to it. I don't know. I can't, can't, don't remember what that subset is there. And then there's a Beckett samples and also golden numbered out of 100 for each of those three. Yeah, that's what of, you to smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, you're right. He's smiling on all these. And now I don't know. So. Very good catch. Yes. <laughs> and then Thad Moffitt. He has cards 2019. He only has 
Penny Prism card autographs, patent penmanship, and then also scripted signatures. And there's uh, samples of those. And there's that long hair you're talking about. Yep, got that long hair. Yeah. So there's all the different parallels for those patented penmanship and scripted signatures. So, so he's a up and comer, and uh, again, he's first on our list here. Yes, he is. So you know, look at the number sequencing for for pet the petties. You had Lee Petty, 42, Richard, 43, Kyle, 44, Adam, 45, now Thad, 46. There so you go. One up through there. And if you notice the font on his truck, looks like Richard Petty's 43. It's that same type of font. So I, th I thought that was really, really cool when I saw that. That is really cool. Good good eye there. But uh, if anybody's going to catch it, it's going to be you. So. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> Let's see. Moving on. Or moving uh, next race, race number three. That's going to be Victoria's Voice 200 at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Now it's going to be Friday, March 1st, 9 p.m. Yeah, so you can break some prism and watch the truck race. Yeah. Then moving over to the Xfinity Series. That was race number two. That was the Raptor King of Tough 250, Saturday, February 24th. That was at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Austin Hill. This is like... <laughs> A replay of last week. Austin Hill was our winner. Highest finish rookie. Shane Van Gisberg at position three. Oh, I didn't say when. Thad Moffitt's position was 26, by the way. But Shane Van Gisberg, position three. He was close. He was, man. He he was further back, but then a lot of people ran out of gas. So that, that helped him. But still, he's third. So he's doing very well. He, he, did, he managed not to crash. I think Haley Deegan also. I, I don't think she crashed either, did she? I don't remember. <laughs> I think she finished twenty seventh. Had a lot of stuff going on Saturday, so I didn't get to watch as much as the rest as I wanted to. Yeah, but this is going to be deja vu all over again with Austin Hill. So two weeks in a row, yeah, twenty twenty one Dunruss, uh, uh, also in Dun uh, Dunruss Optic, Optic Signatures, Panini Chronicles in Zenith and Spectra, and then in twenty twenty one Panini Prism only signing sessions. I don't think there's any national treasures for him. He's Ott Hill. According to the signature, he's Ott Hill. Yeah. And then <laughs> Shane Van Ginsburg. Nothing for him uh, except for these 2013 V8 supercars out of Australia. Card number 26. And then of the car itself. And that is card number 54. So, But we're expecting plenty of cards for him in 24. Yeah, he's going to be a rated rookie from what we were told in 2024 Donruss. So that'll be nice. Un unsure about any autos for him, but definitely he'll be a rated rookie. Yeah, I hope they can get some autos. I know Misha will be working on that. So, Yep. All right, next race, race number three. That's going to be the Luna NASCAR Xfinity Series race at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. That's going to be Saturday, March 2nd at 5 p.m. Moving over to the Cup Series, that was race number two, and that was the Am Better Health 400 Sunday, February 25th at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Man, that was a three-way, almost a three-way tie there. Yeah, the, the announcers, what killed me about that race is they showed the still photo of them crossing the line, and I think the only person that was even going to go out on a limb to call the winner was Clint Boyer. The rest of them were like, I don't know why they didn't want to call a winner, I mean, were they going to get fired because they called a winner? I don't know what the deal was, but they wouldn't call it. And I'm watching and go, well, there you go. Daniel Suarez won. It's that easy. I mean, but I don't know why they couldn't figure that out. 
I guess they they didn't want to have any opinion on it, and that way, whatever NASCAR says, that's the winner. Yeah, well, you know, they were playing the NASCAR radio audio where they were saying, you know, photo finish, blah, blah, blah. They're determining the winner, all that stuff. And then the winner's Daniel Suarez, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, but that was an exciting finish. That I've never seen a three-wide three wide finish like that in my life. Yeah, that, that was a great finish. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know of any F1 races like that, so... It was it was very exciting there. I know my dad usually puts a, a few bucks on Blaney, so he probably he was he was hoping Blaney was going to win. I'm sure, but uh, he missed it by like that much. Yeah, I mean, what was it? Three one thousandths of a second. I don't know what that equates to on the track, but I think you're right. I think it's about that much. <laughs> so much. I don't know if they said like this is the fifth closest one or something. Which that's that's yeah, dust. It is. I mean, when you start getting into thousandths. Of a second, <laughs> I mean, I don't even think you can blink your eye that fast. Yeah, that's, that's impressive, and it was very entertaining. So it's uh, it was it was very entertaining. Good, lots of unfortunately, lots of wrecks. Uh, that too, but I was happy for Daniel Suarez. We got to see him at the media. You got him to sign one of your uh, yeah. 2014 cards. Yeah, yeah, one of his rookie cards, and he goes, "Oh, this is very old." <laughs> I'm going, "Yes, it is very old." <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, speaking of very old, do I have the right one? Yeah, 2014 yep. Press Pass Total Memorabilia, card number 47. There's only a few parallels. There's a red and a gold numbered out of 175 and a black and white numbered to 99. And the memorabilia, only four versions of that uh, card, either in numbered to 125 or less. There's a silver, gold, blue, and melding out of five. So not a lot of Daniel Suarez. You know, I love his signature. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, pretty cool. Very unique. Yeah, I got a, him to sign a few of those through the mail. Not not that, but the base cards. Years, like I said, it's been oh wow, it's been ten years. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very very old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this was I don't know years ago. I sent him a few, and nothing ever happened. And the next year, I sent him a few more, and nothing ever happened. And then a few years later, I, same day, I got them all back. <laughs> Two different envelopes. So he must have got through his mail. So. That's funny. Yeah, so, and then our highest finishing rookie, did I even say that? I, no, I didn't say the ending. So, yeah, Daniel Suarez, highest finishing rookie was Kaz Grala at position 14. He's also a new one on our list. Go Kaz. Yeah, that's good to see some uh, some new names on here. So, I think the Cup rookie is going to be pretty good this year. It's going to be a lot of folks fighting out. So, Kaz Grala, 2017. He's in Panini Absolute. I won't go through all of it, but uh, memorabilia, uh, tools of the trade, their select, and the different parallels. There's also signatures. He's in Panini Torque. And then also 2017 Panini National Treasures. Booklets, jumbo fire suit, signatures, a lot of Kaz Grala. I like his auto with the, the 33 there um, circled. Yeah, I do too. He he does a pretty good job on his as well. Yeah, sir. So, Kaz Grella. So, I want to go out on a limb real quick before we move on. I'm going to predict that there are going to be more lead changes in the Atlanta race that we just saw than there will be in all of F1 this year. <laughs> See, there's like, oh, what is it, like 23 races? <laughs> and uh, how many were in the how many were in the race, uh, Atlanta race? How many lead changes? I, I don't remember, but 
it, it was quite a few. And but <laughs> I just think Yeah, that, I think I think you're safe. <laughs> I, I think, think Atlanta wins. If it's any indication like last year, now if it was like a few years ago, maybe it might be close, but we'll have to see how that plays out throughout the year. We'll see. I'm really looking forward to the testing and to see if there's gonna be a lot more parity than what we've seen. So I mean when you win when one team wins what did I say ninety five percent of the races, that's a lot. Yes. I mean Michael Schumacher Schumacher never did that in his best year. So okay, next race, race number three, the Pennzoil four hundred at Las Vegas Motor Speedway, and that's Sunday, March third at three thirty PM. And stage laps, end of it lap eighty. 165 and 267. Uh, Formula One, they're, uh, I guess they're set to race Saturday, March 2nd. So Coming we'll get up, to see that. I guess this this, this, this weekend is going to be be big. Yeah. So that's the uh, Gulf Air Bahrain Grand Prix. Bahrain? Bahrain? I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. Bahrain. Thank you. Yeah. So that's Saturday, March 2nd at 10 a.m. This is going to be a really good weekend. I think it's the uh, IndyCar that's still a few weeks away here, week and a half. Sunday, March 10th is when they start at the streets of St. Petersburg. Time is to be determined. It's going to be on NBC and Peacock. Okay, so quick update. I just checked on the internet. They make this thing called the internet. It's on computers now, by the way. A record 48 lead changes in that race. I'm safe. <laughs> yeah, you might be able to take two years of F1. <laughs> wow! I can't. And then one race. Wow, forty-eight lead. Then that's just the lead changes at the start finish line. That doesn't include the lead changes as they were going around the track and moving back and forth. Right. Yeah. So. NASCAR is just is uh, nuts with that. So I mean, the folks that are diehard F1 fans, I don't know if they know what to do themselves. The lead changes happen that much. Of course, oh. their, their laps only what 50, 60 laps or whatever. So we're doing what did we say it was. 267 laps on this next one so yeah but i'm spotting them one race to whatever was it 23 races or whatever this year (laughs) i'm spotting them just one race (laughs) yeah so it was um it was good to see the uh, other new rookies up there and some of these you know daniel service he hasn't won a lot so uh and his his mo is he gets that taco pinata out there at the at the start finish line and breaks that down. So I saw that somebody on social media posted that they, they picked up some, uh, some Hershey dark chocolate. Did you see that? No, but <laughs> I can, I can see it <laughs> from the pinata. And it was, it was like a chalky light Brown color when they, and they, what happened it had gotten hot and then it had, you know, you know, re-solidified and it does that over time from, Okay, I, I know this just because my dad was in the industry. He worked for Nestle and Brock's and all that when I was a kid. That's called being heat struck. Okay. So, but it was unedible. You, it was like, ugh. so they had that taco for a while. <laughs> well, I can tell you my my little stint at Lance, and then when they acquired Snyder's of Hanover, they had um, Snyder's of Hanover has chocolate covered pretzels and stuff like that, and they they call it military chocolate because it can take the higher heat. But hmm. never heard but, of that. Yeah, but anyway, I was gonna say if you if you were there, you'd come back with part of that pinata. I would have. And see, I, I still think that Panini needs to make 
a race win memorabilia card with part of the pinata. There you go. So I think man, I, I, I was thinking about this the other day. Man, I, I I'm seeing folks. You know, like uh, a few of the folks on Twitter, they do the tops now. And somebody bought, I don't know, it was like 500, 500 700 cards of of one of them. Trying, you know, trying to get the one on one. I was thinking, man, I wish they did the tops now, and that they would do like tops does the random one on ones and one of tens mm-hmm. or whatever. So when tops, when Panini did Panini Instant back in the day, they had multiple options. You could buy the base. You could buy the, let's say, one of 25. You could buy the one of 10, and there was only one of one for sale. So you could, you basically, you bought the level you wanted. Yep. Instead of tops basically throwing them in there random. So I'd, I'd be curious if they did that now, if they would get, they'd sell better than what they did, you know, back then. Of course, the yeah. market is totally different than the fall of 2016 and, in 2017 when they did did nascar so yeah we digress yeah i just i think it's a missed opportunity for panini yep agreed and i guess it's cats out of the bag now because season started unless you do playoffs like they did in 2016 to start it up but i don't know i, I think they're busy with other stuff uh, yes they are <laughs> like golf and other stuff so anyway all right so our next segment some folks have, you know, curious about some of our, I guess, PC collectibles type stuff. And one thing we had come up with was some of our, I want to say maybe more of our unique or one of a kind or more rare in-person autos. Memorable. <laughs> Memorable. Yes. Yes. So we thought we'd dig in and show some examples of maybe some of the stuff we have or not maybe some of the stuff we have yeah okay so i'll start this party off go ahead um, all right so everybody knows that i've been i was at richard petty's last race in 1992 in atlanta at the hooters 500 that same weekend they had a racing collectibles show at the fairgrounds i went the guy that i was with we went we walk in there and there's these two old-timer guys. And I looked at them. I recognized one right off the bat. I did not recognize the other one. So this is kind of a two-for-one, what I'm getting ready to do here. One of them was Tim Flock, and the other was Frank Mundy, Frank Rebel Mundy. I didn't recognize Frank Rebel Mundy because he just wasn't on a bunch of cards or anything at that time. And I just didn't really have any pictures. Or I hadn't, really didn't know who he was. I mean, I knew who he was, but I didn't couldn't recognize him. But anyway... I go in there and uh, they're signing autographs and they're signing autographs for free. Okay. At this show. So I don't have any cars of Frank Mundy at all with me. So I get him to sign and you guys have probably seen this before. I get him to sign this postcard and he proceeds to tell me he signed it on the back. He proceeds to tell me, you know, all about the card. And this is the very, you know, how he drove for TK for, and uh, this is the first, him and Tim Flock had the very first postcards for NASCAR race cars. So he, he goes, you want one of these? I'm going, oh, hell yeah, I want one of these. <laughs> so he signed it, gave it to me. He still, these are the original new old stock. He had, he still, he told me he still had a bunch of them. But the, these are the original postcards. So that's one thing. So then I go over to Tim Flock and I go, 
would you mind signing signing more than one card? He goes, bring all you got. And it just so happened I had brought my box of cards. I had a box of cards out of my car. So I went back out to my car and I brought in, I had several, 10 flocks. And I've got them upside down, don't I? <laughs> I had set, and he signed them all, as you can see. Let me see if I can get my hand off of it. There we go. You can see where he signed Tim Flock down there. He signed all of them that I had, as you can see at the time. So he was very gracious in doing that. And of course, he proceeded to tell me about Jocko Flocko and you know being a Reese's monkey. And he won Hickory with it and all that kind of stuff. That was cool to hear straight from him. So that was very memorable for me. So these are very memorable autographs. So that's that's what I've got on that. That's awesome. That you know, again, that's pre-internet and hearing those stories. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Jocko Flacco, if folks aren't familiar, uh, was kind of publicity son. And NASCAR Big Bill France was okay with it. He had a Reese's monkey in the car, had his own had his own little chair. And uh, fire suit and little little helmet and everything. <laughs> yeah, I think it was maybe nine, ten races or whatever. Uh, eventually, uh, the monkey got loose, and that was the end of that test. But uh, he didn't win. Jocko Flacco did win a race, so that's he did. He, he won a race at I think Hickory. Yeah, so go Jocko Flacco. So that, that's back in the back <laughs> in the day when uh, <laughs> fifty three, I think. Yeah, that's so funny. I would never fly <laughs> now, man. No, no. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want me to go? Yeah. So what's yours? All right. I'm going to go with uh, this one here. Um, so back in, I guess it was, uh, when was this? Late 2000s, I guess it was. Uh, you know, the beauty of eBay and the internet. A uh, gentleman was selling um, a 1988 Max set signed. And, uh, you know, I was somewhat kind of leery and asked him more information about it. And he kind of told me, um, you know, his, I think it was somebody in the family or brother worked for a machine fabricator. And they actually made the cars for the Alabama gang. And they would go to Talladega in the infield and stuff. And that's where he got all the autos signed. So, uh, you know, this was considered... Down is kind of rookie at the time. It's a kind of a short, it's a short print as well. And I haven't signed. And then I um, got it authenticated with PSA. So it's one of the, the, one of my favorites in my collection. And of course that 88 max set signed. That's, that is so cool. Um, it'd be, imagine if you had gotten Kurt Shelmer done on the same one though, that, that, but it's still very cool. Yeah, Sherman Shepardine's in there, but he's in the uh he's on the Tire Wars one. And then there's also I didn't get it, there's a duel with Davy Allison and Earnhardt. I haven't gotten authenticated yet, but it's on one of those uh you know the with the cards with the cars on it with both vehicles. So you need to get that one done. Yeah. But everything that I've I've submitted, the Allison, the um Davy Allison's and Trevor Boys and McDuffie and any of the other guys, you know, they'll all come back um, authentic. So it's it's really cool. That's good. Yeah, really like that set. It's pretty cool. 
All right. So my, my next one, and we're, by the way, we're doing our top five in case you guys did not know. So th this is my next one. And this one's kind of big. So I'm going to have to probably scoot back to show it. I'll, I'll show the, the far away first. And then I'll clo close up on it and tell more about it. This is from the 2000 Daytona 500. And as we've talked about before, back in those days, after the race was over and most of the people were gone, they would open up the gate. You could go down there to Victory Lane and hang out and get your picture taken, meet the winner, all those kind of cool things. So as you can see, I got my Dave Marcus hat on, but uh, I got to meet Dale Jarrett back there. That was cool. And you see, I've got some, got some Winston Million or No Bull, whatever they, it was called at the time. I think it was No Bull bucks in my pocket. And he took my picture. I got to talk to him. Uh, he was really cool. Uh, he also signed, I had my Sharpie, he also signed one of the Noble Bucks for me. So I thought that was really neat. There's, that's my ticket from the race. And I've also got a penny. That night after the race and after everybody had left, I went to rallies. I think it was like the only place open. And I got a 2,000, it was the first 2,000 penny I'd ever seen. I got a 2,000 penny. So that was a very memorable night. It was, it was pretty cool, as you can see. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen that. Yeah, it hangs up in my hallway, but uh, it, it kind of—I don't have anything pasted down, so you can see where the uh, the ticket has shifted a little bit in here over the years. But I framed it up back back in two thousand. It's been in this frame ever since. But uh, pretty neat. So that was very very memorable to to meet DJ down to Victory Lane like that, and he was very cool. He's like, "Hey, how's it going? You know, shake your hand." Can I get a picture? Yeah, come on, man. Let's get a picture. He was all cool with everything. Sign my stuff. He was great. That's awesome. Uh, what I have here next is Panini Instant 2017. Ryan Blaney's first win when it came at, I think it was Pocono. And I had a membership to the NASCAR Hall of Fame at the time, and he was one of the uh, playoff drivers and I had purchased a few quite a few of these back in 2017 and I wasn't really sure how it would look with gold or silver so I brought um, my gold pen and silver pen and had uh, asked Ryan if he would sign two in silver and two in gold and he said yeah no problem and uh, so I got this sign and then I also gave him one. I asked him if he had one. He had never seen it before. And so I gave it. And, uh, you know, the drivers, there are some of these guys, they know cars. He turned it over and saw it was like one of 84. And he's like, all right, cool. So uh, that that was uh, the story with this one. So it's uh, – um, and then, of course, I uh, follow Dave Blaney. And so I, you know, know about the Blaney's and, and then uh, Ryan continuing on. Yeah, as well as their, you know, his grandfather before him. But um, so I've been a Ryan Blaney fan for a while. Yeah, that's awesome. And that, that car looks great with that gold on it, that gold autograph. Yeah, the gold definitely came out better than the silver. That's, that's sweet. And you got to see the 21 there when he signed it before he went over to Penske. I may have to try to find something to trade for you for one of those. I don't care which one, one day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, they um they turned out real good. Yeah, that's that's sweet, man. All right, so my next one, back in 1996, it was the Talladega weekend in April of 1996. 
Dale Earnhardt Sr. came to Memphis. He came to Chuck Hutton Chevrolet out on Mount Moriah. I know exactly where it is. It's still there. He's signing autographs. It's free. It's like, just get in line. Just get there, get in line. So me and my son went. He was only like six years old at the time. But we get, by the time we had got there, there were the line was unbelievably long. We're thinking, oh, crap, I hope we can get an autograph. So I think you could get two things signed. And uh, one of the things that I had brought was this. Dun, dun, dun. It's a Wheaties box. I love that Wheaties car. And as you can see, he signed it right there. He did a sure great did. job with it. Uh, it wasn't the first time that I had met him, but uh, I, I think that uh, it was the first time I ever caught, told him I thought he was a badass son of a bitch. And he goes, thank you. <laughs> but I got that sign that day. I, like I said, he was real nice. And uh, like I said, the line was long. But, he, you know, Talladega is really not that far away from here. So that, I think that was going to be like the closest he was going to be. So he came to the, the Chevrolet dealership and signed autographs. I got my Wheaties box signed. So I thought that was really neat. As you can see, I've got it in a an acrylic holder. And I don't see any bugs or anything. So I guess it's still okay. But it's a full box. It's never been opened. It's, a, it's, a, it's an original state right there. Very nice. Yeah. That's one of my favorite cars. That one and his Wheaties car and his Peter Max car. I know a lot of people don't like the Peter Max car, but I do. So, yeah. So that, that was a cool one. All right, I don't know if you want to go again. I've got two on one slide, or you want me to go twice for the next two? I'll, I'll, I'll go again. That That's fine. Uh, what I've got is another really, it's actually the biggest thing I've got that I'm going to be showing. <laughs> it's bigger actually than that other frame. This is something else that's framed up. Back, my wife and I got married in 1995. And for our honeymoon, we went out west. One of the things we did was we were going to the NASCAR race. And then we were going to go to New Mexico and hang out in Santa Fe and all those kind of things. So we go out there. We we get, of course, we get to our hotel. Uh, the next morning, you know, I'm going, I'm, I went to the hotel front office or the, you know, the, the uh, concierge desk and asked them, I said, can you tell me the best way to get to the track? There was a dude standing next to me. He was, uh, I think he was a VP of Prodigy. Dave Marcus is sponsor at the time. He goes, Hey, we're going to the race. You can come with us. Like, huh? So we went with them. They had a big old bus. Um, it was a, the prodigy bus. And apparently it was Aerosmith's old tour bus. We found out, they told us, which is pretty cool. So we, anyway, we got to the track. We went, we were in the infield. We went into Dave Marcus's, uh, motorhome and everything and we're sitting there and just chit-chatting with Dave Marcus it was unbelievable so I didn't of course I didn't have anything to sign at all but they did have some hero cards and they since his, his sponsor was Prodigy at the time I, I said okay I know what I'm going to do I'm going to get one of the Prodigy CG, CDs and get him to sign it so he signed it so he signed the CD and he signed a hero card for me and of course, we got to talk to him about. He said he's got all kind. He had all kinds of sheet metal and all kinds of things at his uh, race shop. 
And he said, if I'm ever there, which I never was, he, he would give me some sheet metal. <laughs> but it was really cool to hang out. And then as we're there, there's a, there's a knock, knock, knock on the door. It's freaking AJ Foyt. We couldn't, he's coming in there. He's talking to Dave. It's like, oh my God. And I, of course I didn't have anything for him to sign. It's like, dang, but it was pretty cool. You know, it was our, our honeymoon. We got this sign and uh, this, this also hangs up in my hallway as well. You get, you guys can see the reflection of the stock car museum in the background, yeah. but um, I thought it was pretty neat. I, I, I thought it was very unique to get that, to get that CD sign. Yeah. That's really cool. Out for the folks that aren't old enough that back in the mid nineties, man, everybody <laughs> And everybody was mailing those CDs out, wanting to get you to AOL, Prodigy, um, all those companies to get you to get dial up on for them. Yeah, that, that's how you internet servers. Yep, that's how you got on the internet is you, you download their software and you dialed it up. Yeah, that's how it works. I'm pretty yeah, cool. Go ahead, man. All right, yeah. So I have two here. Um, so we'll go with the, the Fred Lorenzen here on the left. Uh, when I was, uh, you know, starting to collect and, uh, that, well, I guess I got heavy into NASCAR and was finding 1972 STPs, uh, you know, Fred Lorenzen, we knew he'd be in the, in the hall of fame. And I was trying to, I'm working on getting that whole 1972 STP set signed and uh his daughter was on facebook or i ran a facebook group and i contacted her and uh was wanting you know to get the stp sign and told her the story about trying to you know get those signed and i found a really great magazine racing magazine from 1970 and actually talked about uh it was about fred lorenzen coming back to racing because he had retired in the late sixties and then was coming back and it talked about his friendship with Andy Granatelli coming and hooking up with STP and starting uh, that car uh, in the, I guess it was in the 70, 1970. Um, so I included that in the, in the card and um, sent that away. And I, uh, she got him to uh, personalize it there and, and autograph it. And, said uh, that he really enjoyed the article. Um, so that was really awesome. Yeah, there's not many of those cards around, dude. Like that. No, no the only ones I'm missing now are um, Benny Parsons and um, Dick Brooks, so, maybe? Yeah, Dick Brooks. You got Bobby Allison. Yeah, I got Bobby Allison. Uh, Emil Langley is the only one I... I got after that I didn't get in signed in person or through the mail. So, yeah. but I do have them. And then this next one here is a 1970 Fleer drag strips. And I sent it off to Dan Gurney, who is the driver of the 121. And I got that through the mail. And then I was able to get Leonard and Glenwood uh, when they came to the NASCAR Hall of Fame, when they were being uh, inducted into the NASCAR Hall of Fame. So, um, so a three, three auto there. There's probably not many of those either. Yeah. That, uh, that Fleer drag strips card. Yeah. That's a, that's a cool card right there. 
Yeah, so I need to get that authenticated and encapsulated. Yeah, and you know, uh, a little bit of trivia, and somebody please correct me if I'm wrong, but I do believe that Dan Gurney was the last driver to win in a three-digit car in NASCAR, if I am not mistaken. I think okay. that's correct. I want to say these, uh, this one and the other NASCAR drivership are from like 1966 Riverside, I think it was. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, two of my uh, favorite ones in my collection. Yeah, those are sweet, dude. All right, so my last one here. Back in 1994, Circle K had come to Memphis. And they came to Memphis in a big way. They opened up a bunch of stores, um, had specials on gas. They had all kinds of crazy stuff going on. And... Uh, one of the things that they did was they brought because they had STP gas. So with that, guess who they brought to town? They brought Richard Petty here to Memphis and he went to four different stores. I think that day and signed autographs for like an hour, hour and a half or whatever. So that's the first time this would be the first time I've ever met him, believe it or not. You know, it's 1994 and I've never met Richard Petty, but this would be my very first time to meet him. So I'm thinking, what do I want to get signed the most? And of course, we're going to book in this. I started out with, you know, the 1992 Hooters 500 in that, that race weekend in Atlanta. Well, I got him to sign my ticket to the Hooters 500. And, of course, he was very nice, as he always was. He signed my ticket, and I ended up <laughs> how I, I, it was crazy. He, he would leave one, Circle K. I got in my car, and I'm, like, hauling ass to the next one where he's going to be. So I got there and got in line, and I went, I believe it or not, I went to all four. And I think he was only signing one thing for everybody. I, I was able to get him to sign four times that day for me. <laughs> Cause I would, and he, he recognized me because Hey, I saw you at the last one. I'm going, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, this was the very first in-person autograph I got from Richard Petty. And it was my, my Hooters 500 ticket from 1992. So that was pretty cool. That's awesome. Now th this one was, um, well, I know the 1972 STP Richard Petty has been on, we've been talking about it quite a bit. So I had, I had one of those, but I didn't want to, pick it for this one here this one uh, is a little more uh unique and you don't see much so it's 1989 winter circle wendell scott autograph uh the story with this is and i haven't really talked much about it. i do need we need to do dedicate a show on it is the 1989 winter circle find that i stumbled upon back in 2010 i think it was it's been a while yeah and uh, there's a pretty good quantity of 1989 Winter Circle cards, and the the guy who was selling this or had found this had autograph cards, and this was one of them. There was Fireball Roberts. Uh, I guess it was his wife, Doris Roberts. So there's yeah. a Fireball Roberts signed by Doris Roberts. Uh, Maurice Petty, multiple Maurice Petty signed. I think there was a um, Buddy Baker and a few other ones, uh, but nestled in there is uh, was a Wendell Scott. So 
uh, I knew, you know, the story of Wendell Scott. And so uh, I negotiated this as part of the deal. And uh, it's a beautiful auto. And I think he had passed away in 91, maybe it was. Um, so, uh, and there wasn't many Wendell Scott cards at the time. There was this one here and uh, Masters of Racing, the gold uh, one we see sometimes. So, yeah, that's uh, that's incredible right there. You know, you may have the only one, Val. That may be the only one that he signed. Because I think if I remember correctly, part of the deal was is that they sent them extra cards. And part of the deal was that they were supposed to sign one and send it back to, I forget who who was over this program. wasn't wasn't Lee, uh, wasn't um, Maurice Petty, but you're supposed to send one back to them. So I think that's how you were, he was able to get this card. Possibly, but um, the person that I found out that had this quantity, I don't know how he he got them, but he was. Uh, going to the different tracks and selling merchandise in the hauler. So he was one of the merchants there and he uh, took some cards with him to all the different races. So it could have been at one of the locations that maybe Wendell was signing and, and got that sign there. But yeah, it's, um, it's something you definitely don't see. I have not seen another one. Now that's, um, that's a hall of fame worthy piece in my opinion. So yeah, it's one of, one of my favorite cards in my collection yeah congrats on that one that's a, that's a beauty dude it looks like it's in really good shape i haven't looked at it in a while so i might have to get it card graded as well maybe maybe the auto graded we'll see yeah and the centering looks pretty good on it so i think yeah it's, it's well well worth going ahead and getting that done yeah that's that's it for me all right cool so that's our favorite, some of our favorite. We, of course, we've got other stories, don't we, Val? Especially when Junior Johnson yelled at us. Oh, my goodness. Him yeah. and stuff like that. So, yeah. But, yeah, these are some of our favorite ones. Yeah, which <laughs> we go on for hours with some of the stuff. So, and I know we have to take us in, in small quantities. So, everybody put everybody to sleep. <laughs> have to pay <laughs> us and we'll be in bedtime stories here. But, anyway. So, I guess that's it for the show. I guess we'll go to King's Court. Yeah, go ahead and roll that beautiful bean footage, dude. update danger update okay we've got an update on this card a couple weeks ago we had this casey kane prime jumbo nameplate out of two it was a two of two and at the time i think it went for forty seven hundred dollars we all knew i think at that time that that wasn't going to be correct that it was probably going to be relisted so since then it has been been relisted and sold again on the 18th of february for six hundred dollars and somebody with zero feedback also bid on that one. They bid on the first one at $4,700, and then he bid on this one. It wasn't. It didn't look like the same one to me. So they bid on this one. So it got relisted again. And now, as you can see, it's currently listed with, what, about uh, two days, 23 hours to go at $32. So hopefully it'll be more down to earth at this point. And whoever this person is that's doing the feedback of zero and raising these bids up doesn't bid on it. Yeah, so this ends Friday night. For those who want to watch it, we, the show should drop Thursday night, so you got some time to get in bidding. 
yeah so we'll, it'll be interesting to see we'll, we'll have another update on it next week to see if it gets relisted again <laughs> yeah I'm for, a, for a third time let's hope it sells for real this time yeah we just want to give you an update on that real quick all right so yep huh i said fact checking yep yep so all right uh our honorable mention number one this is on the 24th of february this is really cool it's a mario andretti signed autograph from the 6970 panini Camponini Dello Sport. This is rookie card. They were asking $849.99 for this, and it went for a best offer of $450. Oh, wow. Yeah. His, his rookie sticker, his rookie card. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know if folks know, but this card will come with another sticker on it and then like advertisement at the end so i'm some of these i'm are kind of sheet cut but they're all sheet cut but it's an awesome yeah it's a great that's a great looking card i wish i had one extra to, to get that done but i've only got the one i've got and that's it's it and i'm not cracking it yeah that's what i want to do i want to get it autoed so yeah Very that's cool. awesome man especially with any car coming up here soon and f1 so i thought i'd throw a, a open wheel one out there yeah, four fifty. I don't think that's bad. The auto's a ten, and the cards a a four. But yeah, uh, you got auto auto rookie card. It can't go wrong. How, you know how we we like auto rookie cards. So absolutely. All right. All right. Next that. up, <clears throat> honorable mention number two. This was on the twenty sixth of February. Michael Schumacher PSA five two thousand six Futera Grand Prix proof patch. It says out of two seventy five. I don't know where the proof patch comes from. But uh, anyway, they were asking $1,499.99 for this. It's number six. That's a low, low number. I don't know if that's where, where they're thinking it's approved or something. But it ended up with a best offer of $1,100. $1,100. Wow. PSA 5. Yeah, something like that, though. They're just... How much do we say there were? There were only 270. 275, yeah. Yeah. And then how many of these got destroyed, thrown away, whatever, in the almost 10 years now? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. 20. No, years. no, almost 20. Yeah. 18 years. Yeah. So you know how much F1 was just three years ago. Yeah. Imagine what you could have bought this before the uh, pandemic. But anyway. It's a, it's a cool card. Congrats to whoever got it, man. I like that card a lot. Yeah, it's awesome. All right. All right, next up was our Joker of the Week. This was on the 23rd of February. Check this out. It's a Piggy Banks T206 Sir Lewis Hamilton, one of one, one, of one glass variant. It says Lewis Hamilton Mercedes Formula One. Now, this was sold out of Australia, and uh, – it went for $855 Australian, which equates to basically $559.13 U.S., I think, or something like that. Yeah, because that actually says it up there. But it went out for bidding, and it, it had 31 bids on this. This is a custom card by uh, this person who, who is known as Piggy Banks. I'm not sure. I don't know a lot about this person, but they make some really nice cards. Because I went out there and looked and Googled piggy banks and saw all kinds of neat cards. Mostly a lot of them were Formula One cards. Yeah, I was going to ask you about this. I, it's a custom. Uh, yeah, I, I think 
this reminds me of the early 1990s with with NASCAR. I this is not the first custom we've seen. I've seen some customs with NASCAR. Some of the folks do a great job, but you know, folks need to realize that they're they're custom, right? And I haven't seen well, you know, I was gonna say that I haven't seen them kind of hold their value, but people consider me their counterfeits or fakes or whatever, but you know, they're custom. So with the whole tops project 2020 and everything else, it's kind of muddled some of those lines, but maybe, and maybe it's just me. It's a cool looking, cool looking card. And I, you know, I see back here and it's got, looks like a fingerprint and some other stuff on it, but yeah, he signed, he signed it on there in the back. Um, yeah. So this is a custom label, right? This is not, PSA or SGC yeah. or any of that stuff. So it's a one-on-one glass and it's uh, very nicely done. It is very nicely done. And what's cool about that holder is it's got, it's like, you know, like a PSA type size slab and you can pull it out of the top of that other holder. You, you can oh, see okay. that. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty nice. Um, I think whoever does these does a great job. I, I, you know, I don't know what the long-term value of these are, but, you know, with the popularity of F1, they're going for some pretty big prizes, prizes, prices. Yeah, that's one thing that you just never know. No, you don't. I mean, the thing is, is if you like Lewis Hamilton a lot and you want to collect him, man, this is the thing for you. It's, it's, it's a one of one. It's, it's unique. My question is, does he have the license to do these? I'm, I would like to think he does because, you know, I would like to think Formula One is pretty stringent on their license. Yeah, I don't know if it's got any copyright. Yeah, the, and these things, from what I understand, they originally start out at 250 bucks. They sell for 250 And the, the guy that sells them, he goes online, says, hey, I'm getting ready to sell this card. He puts it up there, and, like, the first person that says, I want it, gets it. That's kind of how they go. They don't go on eBay. This is a secondhand type sale right here. Yeah, it says handmade in Newport Beach, California. Wow. Yeah, I don't see any trademarks, any of that stuff. So, uh, yeah, I don't either. I don't, and because it doesn't say Lewis Hamilton, it just says Hamilton. So yeah. it's not like because if Lewis Hamilton trademarked his name, it skirts that. Yep, sure does. Anyway, so uh, you know, it's really cool. It's a great, I guess, art piece, but yeah, it's that's out of my, exactly out of my wheelhouse. So, yeah, me too. All right, all right. So next up is our Jack of the Week, our young driver. This is on the twenty fourth of February, and guess who? It's Lando Calrissian Norris, twenty twenty Tops Dynasty F one Patch Auto, four out of ten. It says driver number, and it's a PSA. It's a double dime. It's a Jim Mint ten and an Auto ten. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. It says pop one. So they were asking $9,999.99 for this. And guess what? Click. They didn't. They clicked. They did. They bought it for 10 grand. Wow. Well, I guess in defense of it, it's a 2020. It's as as rookie auto. It's a 10 10. He's. You know, everybody's kind of picking him as an, you know, up and comer. So we will see. Yeah, I've, I've already predicted he's going to win win at least one race this year. 
So, so we'll we will see if, if if I'm an idiot or if I'm SMRT. When it comes to F1, man, I I just uh, I can't guess it. It's oh, it's well, it's out of my price range. So. Yeah, that's way out of my price range. Or I'm not willing to part for that kind of money. So. Yeah, for ten grand. Um, but yeah, it's a nice card. Congrats to whoever got it. I think it's cool, man. It's a driver number and, and it's a double dime. So it's got all that going for it. The yeah, pack is kind of eh. Well, I like it because it's got the slant down here at the bottom. So it's uh kind of an edge of of uh something we need. We're missing Jason on this, but it's nice. It's definitely nice, though. It's definitely. uh it's nice. All right, let's roll it. All right, let's keep going, man. Our Queen of the Week. This was also on the 24th of February. Haley Deegan, 2020 Panini National Treasures True RPA Rookie Patch, number 25 of 25. They were asking a grand for this card. It ended up at 625 bucks. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if it's somebody who has the other pieces to the monster logo. Uh, there, there's probably somebody out there trying to put that whole logo together. The puzzle yeah. I want to say I saw somebody out there that had, the, I think the other, well, I don't know. This is the out of 25, but anyway. But, you know, we've seen some of them where the, the Munster logo is sideways or upside down or whatever. At least it looks like they got this one correct. <laughs> that that does. It looks like it's right. Yeah. Yeah. And she's got a nice auto. She did a good job. Um, I'm just hoping she can do better in Xfinity this year. I hope she has a good year, and, and like I said, congrats to whoever got it. Yeah, it should say a, a crease in the screen printing, but yeah, it almost looks like it like it's an iron-on, doesn't it? It does, but maybe I don't know. Maybe there's a seam there or something that that runs over without yeah. looking at the thing. But it's a it's a pretty hefty prize. Yes, that's a, that's a big price, but you know, there's a lot of Haley Deegan collectors out there, so. Um, you know, and everybody's banking on her doing well. Yeah, she wins a race, man. All bets are off. Oh my god, yes. If she wins a wins a race, Katie bar the door, no doubt. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. All right, next up, King of the Week. This is our male driver again on the 24th of February, 1994 Max Medallion number 99, Dale Earnhardt 1988 rookie card, number 541 of 999. And Check this out. This card went out for bidding, believe it or not. And it ended up at $1,599.99 with two bids. Nice. So, so yeah. And it's a BGS 9.5. So I, I think that might that might very well cross over to a PSA 10. It looks pretty good. It looks the, really case good. has got some scratches on the case does I'm assuming. So yeah, but it's a, it's a very nice card. It's, it's one of those grail cards that all of us NASCAR collectors have on our, on our list. And of course yeah. we know, we know it's not out of nine ninety nine. It's out of how many Vale? It's out of a thousand. Yes, it is. And why is that? Because there is a zero, zero, zero. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, and you, you took a screenshot of that. You've got it somewhere. I did. I, if I would have known what I knew now, I would have bought that thing. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, man. That that that'd been the card to have. That was during the recession. So when they, when you get a recession, all kinds of stuff comes out of the woodwork. It sure does, man. People people need to sell, no doubt. Yeah, cool card, man. Congrats to whoever got it. I love that card. Yes, yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. All right. 
All right, our ace of the week is our one of one. This is on the 16th of February. And here we go. 2023 Panini Prime Racing, Ty Gibbs. Ty freaking Gibbs. They should have put freaking in their, <laughs> in their description, but they didn't. That's so, all embroidered. That's beautiful. Oh, it is beautiful, man. It's a Prime Jumbo Monster sponsor patch, one of one. Of course, they were asking some pie-in-the-sky money there. Right? They were asking $1,999.99. It still went for some pretty big bucks. It ended up at $650 with the best offer. So, yeah, $650, bucks, man, that's uh, that's pretty sporty for Ty freaking Gibbs. Yeah, that's uh, that's a little bit of coin there for $650. Yeah, that's, but that's um, they're $250 a box. So that's uh, <clears throat> three boxes. Yeah, I'd love to have had that one, man. I'd love to have hit that guy. But uh, it's yeah, a that's, yeah, that's a beauty. Yeah, I, I think he's going to win a race this year. Um, we'll see, but I think I think he's going to be a first-time winner this year. So that'll be great when that when that happens. So I can't wait for that. So yeah, congrats whoever got this, man. I, I'm I'm envious. I'm you know I'm also jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I love that embroidery. That. You know, screen printed, I go, man, but I'm a sucker for the embroidery. Yeah, me too, because you saw Haley's was, was screen printed or whatever. It wasn't nearly as cool as this one. Yeah, maybe it's because I, you know, the old NASCAR crew chief or crew uniforms with all those embroidered patches. So, oh, yeah, me too. All right. All right. So, uh, so lastly, our Royal Flush. This was on the 16th of February. How did I miss it? Mm. Interesting. I know it was there. I don't know. <clears throat> All right. Give me one second here. If you want to. That's so while weird. He, while he's talking about that or looking for that, um, it's going, to, it's going to be a George Russell card. It's going to be a George Russell 2020 Tops Dynasty F1 card, believe it or not. Go. Yeah, there you go. It's got the, uh, the British flag on there. And, of course, it's got his auto. Of course, it's not graded or anything, but it's number three of four. And they were asking some big bucks for this card. They were asking $19,999.99. It wow. still went for some big, some big coin. They accepted a best offer of $13,000 for George Russell. Wow. Yeah. I thought it would maybe go for fifteen, but okay. Nice. I mean, with the British, right, with the the British flag and that part of that logo is the. Yeah, I'm sitting here looking sideways. Not it, sure what the, that part of that logo that, is. That's the key, and the auto again. This is not graded because I don't think that auto. It's streaky there at the end, so probably yeah, not, that auto's not getting it in. But it is you know rookie? So imagine having you know rookie patch auto at numbered out of four. So again, this is 2020. So uh, this is probably one of the holy grails there for him in dynasty. Oh, no doubt. And I mean, this is, this is one of the rare, I mean, you, you see some of these rare winners that you get 
out of out of dynasty a lot of times you're going to get you know team principles and things like that that are that are worth 250 bucks you know and you spent $2,500 or, or more on a box of these for one card. So it's definitely definitely a scratch-off, right, right Val? It, it is, and with what's going on with Mercedes next year, he's it. Yep, that's true. So that may be part of the reason that it went for so much. Yeah, he's the he, – he's carrying the torch at Mercedes after Lewis leaves. Yes, he is. So. But uh, it's still a pretty cool card. Um, oh, very cool! I love that flag, and I can't tell what what that green piece is if it's part of a wagon wheel or what. Yeah, it's like some wheels or, or something. It does not, bicycle wheels. I'm not really sure. Uh, I'm sure somebody out there can tell us. Uh, I miss you, Jason. Hopefully, he comes back soon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like I said, congrats whoever bought it. If you're willing to give away some money. I'm your guy right now. So <laughs> we're gonna help help a brother out. But yeah, nice card, man. Congrats whoever got it. Congrats to seller too. Very so, cool. So I do want to say one more thing here, yeah. real quick. You're going back to our, our in-person autos and things that we did. For those of you out there who have got some really cool autos and things that you've gotten signed over the years and have some cool experiences. You know, let us know in the comments. We we would love to hear what you've got. Show us show us what you got. That'd be sweet. Yeah, and it's never too late to start if you don't have some to start. Again, some of these guys sign through the through the mail, or if you can make it to a track or in person signings. Uh, I want to say down in Daytona, there were the drivers were going to places. In Atlanta, I think I saw some of the drivers. So if you're anywhere near a track, um, those drivers will be there signing at some of the different stores and stuff like that. So you can just pick, you know, where you're near your favorite drivers or maybe in a small insert set. I know folks are doing the 2016 Silver Prism set. So uh, it's never too late. And never too early to start. No, no, it's always fun. As you can oh. tell, over the years we've had a lot of cool experiences ourselves. I love the TTM and through the mail, the TTM and in person stuff that I see on Twitter, and they they tag us. So uh, mm. we always love to do. It. So yeah, if you're on Twitter or Instagram, uh, tag us and uh, show us. Uh, like I said, it's you know sharing is caring, right? Exactly. <laughs> Might give some other folks ideas too. Um, of, of of stuff to uh, do so yeah I have, I have a few different projects i'm working on it's just um kind of kill some of the time between releases here of course it's been really busy with all the releases we've had so we're, yeah. sh we're shoving 2023 uh it's about three months here so so you know and you, you talk about it's never never too late to um to get it to get in-person autographs um you know it's, it's a fun thing, and, and, and it's not limited to just cards. As you saw tonight with me, I've got all kinds of memorabilia that's autographed. So, you know, yeah, it I've done, it doesn't have I've to be cards. Some, yeah, I've done some of that, too. Try to minimize some of that because I don't have the room you got. But, <laughs> but yeah. yeah I need more room. <laughs> you, you do. You need, you I do. do. So. The Stock Car Museum is full. 
<laughs> you put on another wing. So. Yes, I do. But um, me and Logan appreciate everybody watching, listening to the podcast as well. Um, and just say thank you for everybody who uh, support has supported us over the year. We're coming up on five, six years so of the show. Yeah, you tell me. I don't. I've lost count. I don't know where you start. I know it was in 2019, so I don't know how you count it. If, it, if you include the 2019 and you start yeah. at the, the next year or whatever. So, yeah, I started. I think I started at like episode 43 or 44 or somewhere in there. Something like that. So it's been it was early on, but uh, like I said, we do this kind of share information, give, uh, keep everybody updated, and uh, trying to broaden the reach of nascar racing or nascar and any racing cards so i'm super excited this year between you know we have like i said we we're talking about panini's got the nascar stuff out tops has f1 and then we're gonna have parkside with indycar so it's gonna be a great year it's gonna be the best year ever yeah, it's gonna be a great year no doubt i'm, I'm looking forward to it and yeah, i've got sure. the the official Boston Terrier of NASCAR Radio down here want me to play with her. She she's giving me her toy. She just gave me this. Nice. <laughs> so I guess that that means it's time for us to. It's time to go. Yep. Time to go. <laughs> Logan is being summoned. So, she, but for me, Logan, what's that? She's been good. She she's just been great. Yeah. Me. So anyway, for me, Logan, we appreciate. It. If you love the show, give us a like. If you really love the show, subscribe. We'll give you a shout out, and uh, we will catch everybody next week. Enjoy the races. Looking forward to F1. So we are out here.